0: E.
1: Welcome to the Principal PLN podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag #PrincipalPLN or at #PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. So today's topic is the night before the first day of school. It's already been I've already had my night before the first day of school because we started last week, but Jeff and Spike are prepping. Who starts? Spike, you have a couple of days of in-service, is that what you said?
2: Yeah, tomorrow we have a in-service, like our whole district gets together and I'm um, actually going to be doing a podcast before it starts for like the first 45 minutes, like before it starts as people are coming in and uh, we're going to have hashtag going. I'm going to be interviewing people as they um, as they come in. Most of it's all set up though. I went, <clears throat> to each of the principals. We have 11 in the district to get a representative from each of the buildings. Uh, so I'm just going to be doing interviews about you know, what they think, uh, you know, what their goals are for this year, some of the activities that are going on at the school. And then, um, and then right after that we go into our opening uh, day and then um, we'll be back at our school in the afternoon. And then on Wednesday we have another day of just uh you know basically in service meetings, teacher setup time, and then Thursday uh, is when we start. And Jess, when do your kids
1: come in?
3: Um well our kids start tomorrow, so it truly is the night before the first day of school there are sugar player sugar sugar fairy plum sugar plum fairies? Dancing in my head? I don't know. I don't know what they would be in school terms. <laughs> yeah, I think Thanks. Bye. Thanks a lot. <laughs> He's got that sound effect ready. Um but we just had um four days of all-staff in-service, there was one day before that of new teachers. So I feel like I just got done running a race um, because, you know, even though I was mentally ready for that, every day it was like a whole busy, packed day. And then, of course, you know, there were people. So even the times that I didn't have something scheduled, I I was working with people during those times. So every night then I was at work until, like, midnight, getting stuff ready for the next day. So, um uh, it was hey,
2: exactly what? Yes, I have a question for you. So during that time, you said there was four days. How much time did you allot for teachers to just be in the room, getting to their cells together, getting their classrooms together?
3: Good question. Well, one of those days is a full day that we don't touch of time because that's also the day that we have open house at night, so we don't touch it at all. Um, the in addition to that, there there was quite a bit of time. Like there was a tech day where over half of the day was district time and then I had two staff meetings with them which was about three hours if you combine them both um, and then um, there were some other district trainings um, so all together I think they would probably get almost two days if you piecemeal together um, that's not enough time of course they would want more and they were most of my teachers were in before in-service um, and there's a handful that are here today there were some that were here on Friday but I think no matter how much time you give elementary teachers, they're all still going to be yeah, there.
1: It's never enough. Yeah. We, we had four days of in-service the week before the kids started. And I, I want to say the teachers had, it was probably two full days. It was like almost a half day Every day that we were there, I gave them for time in their rooms, but we only went until 2 o'clock in the afternoon so that they could stay later if they needed to, and it wasn't all day, but it still, um, I mean, they were still there until, you know, Friday at 8 o'clock. They were in there on Saturday. Some of them were in there on Sunday, so it's uh, never enough
2: (laughs) I'm really protective of that time because I think like as the principal and then, you know, carrying out the district, you know, initiatives, you know, our, our tendency is to want to, you know, schedule this and do this and do that. And um I, I just I just remember back you know when I was a teacher and then just listening to what people say you know as we do things and um, I really think it's important for them to have as much time as possible in their room you know setting up and I think what happens is uh, because I think too like when you treat people as professionals um, you know informally things happen so somebody comes into a room they're looking around they have ideas they share they have conversations and stuff and I think that stuff is important Um, so like, did either of you see that during the, that time? And and was there any like really cool things that um, that were happening? Even though it was teacher setup time.
3: Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was multitasking. I crickets play the cricket spike. Oh, I should
2: have. Um,
3: <laughs> well, I think like. My staff meeting times, even though they were each two hours, I let my staff out early. Like the second day, we were only we only met for an hour, and they made me, they were so happy. Even though I had stuff planned still, it wasn't things that we needed to do immediately, and our brains were all ready to get ready for school. Um, another thing we did was, was a mini tech ed camp. Um, nice. And um, what was really neat is we were going to do two sessions, and we were all kind of on overload. So we just did one session like one time and there were three or four different sessions people could go to. But what was really funny is um, the group that I was in, we went over the amount of time. And then at the end, like people you could see bouncing from room to room because they were wanting to see like, well, what did, what did you get in there? Because I, I I got this, but I want more of that. And so it was really neat how even though our time was up, they were still wanting to go and learn other things from each other.
1: That's really cool. That's, I think that's one of my favorite things about... About open formats like that is that it it just doesn't stop learning. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it doesn't end and and the excitement that the teachers find of you know once they've once they've realized how exciting it actually is and how you know how, what they're learning and how there are new things, it's really very cool. My um I talked to Spike a little bit about this last week. My teachers, I had them do a teaching day on Edmodo for the because we kind of implemented it last year but not a ton, and um, so some of the rooms used it, but this year I wanted everyone to use it. So I had some of the teachers who um, who used it a lot last year use it again and, and show everybody what they had done to give them some ideas. And it turned into, you know, they went from Edmodo to Class Dojo, and then the middle school teachers were like, we're going to use Class Dojo, but we think we should create this entire school discipline plan and reward system, and they went, I mean, it was so... You know, I gave them 45 minutes for two people to, to um, show Edmodo, and it turned into this just amazing. They went through lunch, and it was just so neat.
2: That's awesome. That's cool, and I, I think part of that happens because you allow, you know, you allow that to happen, and I think that's that's kind of what I'm looking for in the next. I mean, granted, it's really only a day and a half when you think about it but I don't know I, I just I, I've gotten a lot of emails about you know different things that we have to do and and uh, and, and I'm very cognizant of that but uh, anything that I could you know push off I mean we're going to have 18 staff meetings a year, you know, there's there's going to be time. Um, you know, even some things that are, you know, or PowerPoint um, that may have been sent to me, I, I'm just going to take that stuff and uh, put it on screen share and, and send it out because I just feel like this is a really cool time to kind of let some things happen. And I sort of want to do that on purpose, too, to show that, it doesn't always have to be a structured time, and that's why I was asking, like, did, did things pop up, because um, some of the things that I've done in the past is, like, I will do, um, like, over the loudspeaker, as they're setting classrooms up, I might, like, ask, like, trivia questions or have somebody, you know, run a, uh, some sort of item down to the front office or things like that, just to get them, you know, um, you know, break up the monotony and stuff and make people laugh. So I think that's the kind of stuff that I'd like to see happen um, you know and, and making sure that everyone's like you know feeling comfortable and feeling you know that, that they have things to do. I love the idea of that like the sort of the app smackdown like where you would you know maybe towards the end of the day have uh, some people you know if they wanted to you know go in and, and um, you know and, and learn about the different apps or different websites uh, that could be helpful.
3: So you don't want to start out with like bloodborne pathogens on the first day of school.
2: It's That's so funny.
3: <laughs>
2: it's so funny that you say that because oh, no, 1200 people will be at the uh oh. at the middle school tomorrow and they will be doing bloodborne pathogens. I
3: stopped that years ago. Like the video will be available for checkout in the first two months. People don't watch it anyway, so let them do it in a grade level where they can all cheat yeah. with each other.
1: Ours is online. Ours is through. We have a site called michiganlearnport. dot um, I think it's. org. And so all of the trainings and things are done virtually. So I, I sent that out. I sent that one and a food allergy one out and told the teachers because they're they were technically they had to report. Yeah. Um, August fifteenth, but I didn't have them come in the fifteenth. It was a Saturday. So or a Friday. So I said. Um, I said, just have this done by the time you come in. And like, you know, that's
2: interesting because in New Jersey, they're convinced that you cannot do that online. And, oh yeah, uh, it's totally doable. Uh, I know, I, I've said that before, and yeah. and the the person who's Fly doing to it gather now. Gather
1: and watch
3: the same video that's been around for ten years.
2: Yeah. It. Uh, right. The person who's doing it now, I mean, she took over last year and she's uh, re- she's done a good job of, like, really updating it and stuff. But, uh-huh. you know, I-, I, too, you know, kind of cringed when it was something that, you know, because a lot of people look at it like, well, hey, we're just getting it out of the way. And I, I just look at those first couple days as so important, uh, just like I do with the first couple days of school. Like, I've, I've really focused a lot uh, of my readings and-, and-, and blogging on, like, what are the first few days of school like and, and what we want teachers to do is to you know build relationships with kids and understand what kids are into and what their passions are about. And then if we as administrators create this environment where you're just checking off a list of things that you have to do for the year, I just think that's kind of counter to what we're trying to have them do th- through the first few days of school.
3: Hey, one thing we did that was a little different this year, it was structured yet loose um, because all of our teachers got new MacBooks this year, which for some it's very different to switch to a Mac. Um, it was for me when I got it. Um, and then we also have our teachers have always had iPads um, and then Apple TVs, but like just learning how all the tools work together, we gave one hour of tech time where they had a checklist like make sure you can get with to the Apple TV with your iPad make sure you can do it with your um, laptop make you know there were certain things that we gave them and then during that hour they had um, they could go to a Google form and submit if they were having issues or like basic you know questions um, as they're going through tech related stuff um, but then the rest of that time was you know, plan how you're going to introduce the iPads to your students, plan what your first app is, you know, what's your classroom management going to be. And then um, after that hour, maybe it was an hour and a half, we brought them all back together and there were some, there were a lot of questions that were all like similar themes so we addressed with all of the staff um, there together and then from all of those questions that we got then knew like okay here's some certain Tech Tuesdays we're going to have in the future to help meet your needs.
1: That's really cool. I think that I may even do that for my first um, for my first staff meeting with the teachers because a lot of them know they already know how to do it. We've used it last year, you know, the Apple TVs and the MacBooks and the iPads. But that might be a really good idea to have um, to have something set up, a time frame set up, and then you know you're expected by the end of this to show mm-hmm. how you're going to use this in the classroom, what your first app is going to be, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so before we, before we run out of time, because we've given ourselves, we're starting to give ourselves time limits. That's right. <laughs> so, um, and, and we do that because we find that it's, it's a lot more manageable in smaller chunks. So um, let's talk about the first day of school. What are you doing right now to prep for the first day of school and what is your first, what are, what are the big things you have on your list for this week?
3: Well, it the night before, the first day of school tomorrow. Um, I was just going through and making sure that all of my teachers signed up for when I'm going to go and read to each of their classrooms. Um, and there's a few people who didn't, so I I have my schedule for whose who's room I'm read, reading and when, and I go to every single classroom, and we're bucket fillers, so I'm reading a bucket fillers book to them, and I have a little um, hand that I'm going to have them color and cut out, and it's going to go on our main bulletin board where there's little flowers, their hands are going to be the flowers oh, that are growing cute. from the buckets that are dropping kindness and all sorts of things. So a cute bulletin board. Um, I'm also planning for the end of the first week on Friday we're going to have an all-school assembly where just 20 minutes where, you know, again I talk about bucket filling with all of our students. Um, the code of conduct, I'll bring up kids to model the right way and the wrong way. They love doing that in front of the whole school. Yes. Um, and then on Fridays, we celebrate. We always have some students who come in on the announcements and share something that they're proud of for the week, like, you know, they finished reading this book or got 100% of their spelling. And then we play a song on the announcements, either celebrate or be happy and dance. So in the assembly the first week, we practice the wrong way and the right way of how you're dancing on the way out the building. So want, like, people while you're doing the disco or whatever. Uh, other awesome. than that... I'm still working on, like, uh, nitty-gritty things like student uploads into map systems or, I don't know, I'm doing all kinds of crazy things right now in my office that are just, you know, the little stuff that has to get done.
1: Right. What was, if there was one thing that you looked at that you said, I really should have done this earlier, like now looking at it the first, the night before, if you had one, like ours was PowerSchool. We had to set our PowerSchool up and they gave us like an 80-some page document on the things that we have to do, but we didn't receive it until a week ago. And my secretary, we got so bombarded once the kids were in the building because we didn't get it until our first day of school, which we said, that's fine. We can set it up for the second week. But then the kids get in the building, and... It it all it becomes. It's no longer about you getting done what you need to get done. It's you responding to everybody that's in your office, and that time just isn't there. So if we had one thing that I could have done earlier, it would have been set up that Power School because we, we there just isn't time. What You're about you guys? Setting
3: up Power School to start with for the first
1: time. No, we no. We oh, okay. up the Archdiocese is an entire district, okay. but we have to do something at the beginning of every year sure that, that requires all of this setup and yep. ridiculousness so
3: my secretary does that but yes. we just got 40 new families so she's been yes. like a slave driver getting all of those kids in yes um i think my big thing which isn't going to apply to a lot of people because i'm the district assessment coordinator is i have to do a lot of student uploads from power school to you know, the testing warehouse for that, and and for other things like MobiMax, which is an online math program that my teachers use, um, of doing the upload from PowerSchool to there. So just kind of those time-consuming things that I know if I don't get them done today, it's not going to happen until next weekend.
1: Exactly. Spike, what about you?
2: Well, we're we're doing a big arrival and dismissal Renovation, I should say. So we've had a lot of problems with parking and student drop off, student pick up, and so we devised this plan. and it, And it really was running behind schedule during the summer, and there were some times where I didn't even know if it was going to get approved, just you know because of money and things like that and other projects that were going on. So um, what we're going to do actually on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, The staff doesn't really know this yet, but instead of having our first staff meeting once we get back in the afternoon, we're going to have everybody get into their cars and we're going to do like a dry run. And the reason why we're going to do a dry run is that we're going to film it because we want to film the procedures and and things like that for parents because it's going to be completely different than anything they've ever experienced. Plus we always have a a beginning of the year video, so I'm quite sure that this one will be humorous. Um, I've already had some people say that they'd volunteer to be students. We're going to try to get a bus in there. People are just going to be—it's going to be funny, you know, honking their horn, and you know, we're hoping for long lines. But in in reality, going through this dry run, we're looking to you know, kind of work out some of the kinks. So, um, and then I wish
3: you would have shared that idea like four years ago when we changed our—that's <laughs> brilliant, Mike—to make a video instead of drawing a ridiculous map with a newsletter.
2: Well, I did that. I sent that out in the spring. I sent another one out in the summer, but I just know you know what it's like and and I know that it's it's certainly not going to be like that and plus, like I said, we just have never done anything like this at our school, so it'll be it'll be um, it'll be pretty cool and we needed to wait until all the signage was done and the pavement was done so uh, i haven't even seen the finished product so anyway we're going to do that and then, like you had said like first day of school, we have a welcome back uh. Um, assembly just for a couple minutes. Uh, as soon as everybody gets there, our homeroom bell rings at 9:15, and everybody will be in the uh, in the gym. And we just kind of go over some different things and get people excited about the year. Um, and then um, I I too will you know make sure that I get around to each of the classrooms. I like Jess's idea about reading a book. I'm probably going to take a book along with me now and um, and do that. I think one of my favorites is uh, what Joe Sanfilippo uh, read to. Um, you know, read to our school, which I, I can tweet out that when when he actually he really just like performed it, which was really cool. And then um, he performed
3: something that's hard to believe. Yeah,
2: shocker. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, it was called uh, Enemy Pie, and uh, so he he really actually he does it without the book, which is awesome. So um, so anyway, and then we do have an all school assembly K to two and three to five separately on. Uh, Friday, just to go over some procedures and and that's it you know it's two days of uh, students there, and I think um you know i I think the one thing that you would ask like if I had more time i I don't really know because you know and, and I've joked with you guys about this, like I always get to the point where I'm like, okay, so what was I doing in July? you know I want to make you know in the future July more uh productive but um I think right now, to be honest with you, the biggest thing is going to be getting this arrival and dismissal thing down. I mean, it, it, believe me, it would have been so much easier just to do it the way we were doing, but it was not safe and it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't um, customer friendly. So I, I think I'm going to be doing a lot of management stuff for that for the first probably three months. <laughs> That's so tough. What about you, what about you, Teresa? If you had to go back in time, what would you have changed?
1: I definitely would have started power school. I would have done a lot of just the the little nitpicky stuff because I I forgot what it was like um, once the kids get there. Yeah. You know, I was so excited. Anybody kids not just kids. yeah, that's true. That's true. Those first couple weeks in August were amazing because we could take as much time as we needed. And then the teachers came back, and then it became all about what the teachers needed for their you know the week before they got back to school, setting up their classrooms, whatever they felt like they were missing or didn't have, and then. And then the kids came, and the parents came, and it became all about, you know, uniforms and dress code and dismissal and new families. And so I, I think I just would have gotten a lot of that. And I, I felt like I did get a lot of it done, but being the second year, I've, I kind of forgot all the, the little teeny tiny stuff. Um, but that actually brings me to the question that I was going to ask the two of you. Well, hold on. Before you oh, do what? that. Yep.
3: If anybody else is looking for books to read for the first oh, yeah. week of school, I do have a blog post, and I'll share that in my um, in our in our show notes. But some other ideas, if you're if you're wanting other ideas, um, would be um, there's actually the. <laughs> the uh well first day jitters that's a common one but there's the night before preschool the night before kindergarten the night before first grade um, another favorite for little ones is the kissing hand and my i put
1: teachers that. Yeah. On the
3: hands um, or miss nelson is missing and i love reading that one to talk about like you don't have miss nelson you've got a really nice teacher right. and i <laughs> the rules you know or procedures um, or the principal from the black lagoon is also a favorite
1: oh, cute. my um I just want to share this with about the kissing hand that my teachers my kindergarten and first grade teachers were new this year and we did a meet the teacher with them uh, the Friday before the first day of school and they passed out these this little a piece of paper that had a handprint like this on the inside of the handprints there was a heart and so they had the the kids color the hand the hands and then they had the parents color the heart and you do it together and then you cut out the heart from the middle And you fold the hands up, and then the mom gets to keep the hands while the kids are at school, or dad or whoever takes them, and then the little kids take the heart to school so that there's a little piece of both of you there. I thought that was so – and my kids are in those grades, so I was all about it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yay! But anyway, uh, so so as we finish up, one last uh, thought from Spike and Jess, and the question I'm going to ask you is this. You've been through quite a lot of first days of school now, or enough, and first weeks of school – um, what are the big things that you would tell either someone who's new or someone who's going through their first, their first week or just a good reminder about what to expect and maybe some words of advice. Jess.
3: Oh, really?
1: I know. Something quick. Get um, it.
3: <laughs> just spend, don't get bogged down on the nitty-gritty stuff once people are in your building. Spend time building relationships, getting to know your students, getting to know your staff.
1: Uh, That's perfect. That's a great one. Spike, what about you?
2: I would say... I love Alan November. Uh, he's at Global Learner uh, on Twitter the first five days. There's a hashtag for first five days. Uh, he has a, a website that has a, a bunch of videos about some different things that you could do during the first five days. That really helped me. And honestly, you know, connecting with your PLN. I mean, part of this, to be honest with you, is why I wanted to jump in today, even though it's Labor Day, is connecting with your PLN. You know, whether that's through Twitter, Voxer, you know, Facebook, Google+, whatever because we're not alone and like you said yeah we've gone through several you know openings and several you know first days of school whether we're in this position or another position but I think the the importance of of knowing that you know you're not alone you know if you're in a small district or you're in a large district that you can't really connect with people utilizing social media uh, to do that makes things so much easier so many ideas that I've got just today to help me, you know, make that transition and, and I'll have Jess's, you know, comment in my ear like, don't worry about all the, the the little stuff when you have the people in your building.
1: Yeah, that's it's awesome advice. So we hope that this helped. We're looking forward to uh, to hearing about your first days of school and Spike also did a series of blog posts on the first five days of school. So check those out at DrSpikeCook.com, yes Spike? Yes. Yeah. Or he was tweeting them out at Dr. Spike Cook. So we hope that uh, we hope that that helped, and we look forward to seeing you next time. And
3: I don't know if this might be a repeat, but you can follow us on Twitter, PrincipalPLN. Uh, use the hashtag #PrincipalPLN or
0: PrincipalPLN.com
3: is where you can find all of our show notes. All
1: right, PrincipalPLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com.
0: There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? Visit MyFlexLearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash BE.